I think I found the perfect model for the mountain dragon man. Now, it is time to draw and write. Someday, my labor of love will show the world what I've learned about life at large. There's still more to learn, there will always be more to learn, but I think I have some clerical insights to show everyone around me. Some notations that others leave out. I am a scientist, after all. And I am in love. The most handsome man filled my vision earlier this afternoon. I haven't met him, but I've taken note of him many a time. Yes, sadly, he is also a deli man and cursed to never be able to approach me during work hours. I shall have to break the curse somehow, I suppose. It's not as magical as the Merrywick Davenport curse in The Good Witch, though. I'd like to dance with him. I keep getting the idea of his hands on my waist and mine on his arms or shoulders. It's popped into my head at least half a dozen times already. I wonder where people go to dance in this stupid town? Wait, no I don't. I hate people. Ew. Get away. He didn't do a double take, but he did look at me a second time. It means something, right? Yeah, it means he looks around, Crystal. Oh, right, brain. But when are we going to take over the world? TM. I wish I could seal away the entities invading my brain space, if I could think straight. I think there are some gay men in here, doing weird things, like undressing the both of us and playing Barbie and Ken, if you know what I mean. I had to have a talk to them about consent. When you force people to do things against their will, it's rape. I am very far from feeling even an ounce of sexuality because it's that time of the month. So, when this shit popped into my brain, I'm like, uh, no. No sex. I'm bleeding from twixt my nethers so just let sleeping dogs lie already. Of course, that only deters them briefly. They'll be back at it, just like they imagine me doing naughty things to everyone, basically. Hello world, the dogs are loose and I did not unleash them. Actually, that's inspiring me to make some sort of soundless music video for the deaf with HTML and CSS and JavaScript. If it's possible, I mean can you see letters coming up like those cut out of magazines for who let the dogs out? WHO, WHO? I'm sure I can make it amazing. Given it's possible to do with those technologies. If not, music video here I come. Maybe. I'm still sleepy, I didn't get a ton of rest last night. Flipping one schedule is difficult. So I literally could not keep myself from walking past the deli today. That means it's meant to be, right? They have this summer role on eyeballing. It sounds like everything I can have, but I'm leery. I can't eat the chili dipping sauce, so I don't want to buy one with the sauce just to throw away the sauce. Might be time to ask the sushi chef people to make me one from scratch or just take the damn sauce back. I hate wasting things. Honestly, I'm not sure why they don't just package one or two without sauce or put it on the side. If you buy Wegman's sushi, guilty, you will get a packet of soy sauce, a packet of pickled ginger, and a packet of wasabi. And if you're me. Put your drink down, please, I don't want to be responsible for what happens next, you use all the wasabi and ginger and none of the soy sauce. Now, I happen to have discovered there is at least four times more wasabi in that packet than any one human being ever needs on one single sushi roll, okay? I thought, what the hey? I don't know how much is too much. I haven't consumed sushi in over two years and I usually dab the wasabi on with a pair of chopsticks. P.S. Did we mention hating being wasteful? Unlike weaklings I've heard about on the radio and such, it didn't really make me overreact, throw up, or anything unladylike. It was just too much horseradishy flavor. By the way, 
I roast an entire bag of radishes and then eat them and I hear this is weird, so maybe I'm just weird, never look a gift horseradish in the mouth. Now does that mean I can withstand unlimited capsaicin? That's what makes peppers hot, well, no, but I did last four minutes with the toe of Satan, and I only quit because I didn't want to eat the sugar in it. The two idiots doing the challenge with me went to about 10 minutes, and I heard the next day was hell in the bathroom. I had the sense to quit when I turned pink instead of acting like them. In fact, I think my co-workers, who were watching this nonsense, might say I was rather ladylike. Alex and. For fuck's sake, I can't believe I forgot the other guy's name. Co-worker B, sorry dude, we're trying to one-up each other. I don't know why they felt they had to measure their manliness in Scoville units, but I suppose it's less annoying than Mortal Kombat in the middle of the work kitchen. Wait, they should have just played actual Mortal Kombat. I mean, I took my PlayStation in once. They could have done it, Toa So at 10 minutes and 45 seconds, Alex became the Toe of Satan champion. That's about 15 seconds more than Brad. His name is Brad. Sorry, buddy. Brad was cool. He liked skydiving. Also when I wrote him a kinda snarky note begging him to make his backup battery thing to stop making that infernal noise, he didn't say a damn thing to me. And I never heard it again, heart, thank you, sir. I listened to that thing for a week straight. It made some sort of mechanical annoying as fuck noise every five minutes. It was ten feet away from my desk. I was so mad at it, I went into his office space, found the offending piece of machinery and looked for a way to shut it up. I did not find a way, that's why I left him a grumpy cat kind of note. I really wanted to fix it myself, but alas, it was not to be. I had to wait for him to come back from the road. I loved the building that job was in. I loved the people who bled for that job. I did not love being put on election day support without my consent and then being fired for it because I'm autistic and have phone-related PTSD. I'm pretty sure I could sue the pants off them for that, since my work contract wasn't for that at all. I won't. Not unless God decides to do it. I could just see it now. If I could take that company over, there'd be a lot of happy campers because first of all. Snacks. Snacks are vital. I kept those kids happy. And secondly, I bring back that David fella and anyone else who got canned inappropriately. Third, I'd change the company's mission. Fourth, I'd give myself a salary just like I had when I was an employee and put the rest of the money into everyone else's salary. Want to stage a coup, guys? And I'd make the healthcare 100% company paid for. Anyway. I'm generous like that. And I also grew up poor like that. Dirt poor. Food stamps, free lunches, subsidized housing in the ghetto. The works. Oh, and I'd beg Londa to come back, heart, 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 and anyone else who left that was there and didn't really want to leave that team but couldn't take the dog-eat-dog world it created anymore. Guess what, Key? You're a part of rape culture and I blame you for that suicide 100% no matter what excuses you pawn off on everyone else. P.S. Lindsay. I love you. You might not love me, it's okay. I would definitely encourage you to bring puppers to work regularly in this hypothetical scenario. Also, please forgive me if I misspelled your name again. I've forgotten almost everything since I nearly died. Hmm. I wonder whatever happened to that video of our challenge? I remember there was one. I also remember spitting out a bunch of goo when I was done. I really don't want to eat sugar. As it turns out, chilies are also in the nightshade family, so I don't want to eat that, either. I didn't know that then. 
I do now. So no, I wouldn't repeat this experiment, sadly. I gave up earlier than I could have because I knew the boys were going to go overboard. One of them clearly must be the winner. I am not playing that kind of game with two men. Although I do wonder. Could I have beat them? I think everybody wondered, since they turned bright pink long before I did. They were visually suffering before I threw in the towel. I did it out of mercy. I didn't need to win the challenge. I was there because they wanted a third person to show how hot the toe of Satan is. Except, I wasn't really the right person. Not I, the woman who suggested a club called Hot Shots, where the point is to make shots as hot as possible and try them in a group. We never did that and it makes me sad, because our friend Bill, Alex and mine, would have enjoyed it immensely. Unfortunately, we were cutting back on liquor then and it had been part of the idea, so that's why we didn't pursue it. That and. What the hell do you use to make more than one or two flavors of hot shots? I thought up a cinnamon bomb, right? And also something kind of like the toe of Satan. But what else could you do? I'm sure with enough time and the right ingredients, we could come up with some wicked drinks. But, I now bequeath this amazing idea to you, should you be interested. Enjoy. That job haunts me sometimes, the one where I did the toe of Satan challenge. I gave it my all and burnt out for the very first time in my life. I'd never given more to any job, ever. Not even the crazy awesome job I got after they let me go because they hired a new head of QA at Key, probably for more money, they couldn't pay us both. Whatever. It was political. And it was because I listened to the team on who to hire instead of the salivating CEO and CFO. That's right. Those misogynistic assholes wanted to hire a candy Maribel. I couldn't decide between Alonzo and Maribel, but Maribel only really tried in her second interview because I told her how good the benefits were. Is that really the kind of employee a company should want? One who only cares about the benefits? She flunked her first interview in my opinion, she only came back so more people could meet her. Alonzo, on the other hand, had a slow and steady determination about him. He'd been at the same job for ages and was the very last one to get terminated as the job transitioned to 100% automation. That told me he would stick through thick and thin. Maribel? This was her first role doing what we were hiring for. She had no experience in it. I asked the coder who needed a QA what he wanted out of the new hire. Ruben said he wanted his product tested. I picked Alonzo, against popular judgment. Against elevator eyes on Maribel, that is. I knew what would happen if I hired Maribel instead. She would have been a hybrid QA slash BA. That's not what Ruben asked for. And since everybody loved Ruben, including me, I got him what he needed. I would have liked more estrogen in the room, but she wasn't the right fit, sadly. Alonzo went on to do amazing things, include automation of the application's testing. I didn't think he was going to get that far, but he did and I'm so proud of him and his accomplishments. That's a badge of honor he can carry with him into the next life. I was originally hired to automate testing against an iPad application. It quickly became clear to me that was never going to happen with the speed they were trying to run at. It was an amateur operation trying to go big league. They wanted me, one person, to test two complete and distinct applications 100% by myself, do the BA work because Mitch was an idiot who didn't write cards correctly, and then I was supposed to automate, as well, and a bunch of other crap. That team didn't know how to be a real team, sadly. And a lot of people were kind of cranky with Mitch. It took Adam a really long time to forgive Mitch for stuff that happened. In a word, that place is toxic. 
That's why I blame them for that suicide. Yes, the young man who took his life was mentally ill. That place made it worse. Instead of being sane, they allowed drinking on the job. As long as you got your job done, they didn't give a shit. That's not a healthy workplace. I've just spent hours doing yet another scenario of some sort in my head and now God tells me he virginized a bunch of dudes that weren't right for me and I don't know what to say. Sorry? I'm too labor-intensive, sadly. He told me that upfront ages ago and it hurt my heart. Still, he must think it necessary, because here we are. I've no idea why he saved me from death anymore. I thought I made a deal to write him a new book for the masses and all I do is write in this thing. I guess it'll be a book someday. Is a million words enough to be a book? Personally, I'd prefer to write and create an anime. I believe there could be a movie, or several movies, in addition to an episodic show to supplement it all. But it's not for profits. I already told God if I ever make money, I'm cleaning up that damn ocean for him. I don't like money, though, so it'd be better to just ask my fans to donate directly to the ocean cleanup efforts. Can you imagine it? A Studio Ghibli for charity? Anyway. I don't know what's up and what's down anymore. All I know is I need to stay up until 1pm to take my car to the shop and then come home and crash on my bed with two lovely fur babies. I feel stupid asking God for true love when I've already got it from my little babies. He maintains that I need a human being, however, so I suppose there's that. I remember one day last year telling him I didn't want anyone at all anymore and he said to me, I think you need someone. Ugh. Is it just a lie I have to combat myself to grow up all over again? I hope not. I really wish there'd be a man for me somewhere. I'm tired of being hurt. I'm especially tired of the facts changing randomly. Now that we're on the third deli man to try to make me swoon, I'm starting to feel homicidal rather than suicidal. I don't need this shit. I don't want a man anymore. They're all boys with toys that are more important than women. Something material is more important to them than a human being. My brother proved it, my father proves it all the time, every man I ever dated was married to something material instead of me. So what the hell am I doing, hoping and wishing on a star that some man will give a shit that I exist? A man who has never spoken to me, that has only viewed me? Preposterous. Nobody likes me, everybody hates me. I think I'll go eat worms. Big fat juicy ones. Eensy weensy squeensy ones. See how they wiggle and squirm. I've modified this slightly, however, based on degraded memories of singing this as a child. Nobody loves me, everybody hates me, I'm going to the garden to eat worms. Big fat juicy ones, long skinny slimy ones, gooey ooey gooey worms.